Previously on Table Quests. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention oh, that he also ahead. wears an apron. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I am going to cast Toll the Dead on the horse. The bell that tolls seems to come from further down the road, very far away. Yeah, it is. It's a semi-automatic <laughs> crossbow. Yeah. Is it doubled? So, you, yeah, it's doubled. It's so doubled. you deal oh! 30 damage to it. Yeah. <laughs> the Andreas Express. It's pulled into the station. Choo-choo! <laughs> Grab your dice and remember, you're always one broom away from your untimely demise. This is Table Quests. Yes, um, the horse is going to have to spend its turn clambering to its feet, um, where it will rear and try to strike the paladin. Okay. Does a non-natural 20 hit your armor class? It does. Ah, finally. Oh. <laughs> we found a what do you mean finally? We don't want him. it to hit. You take 11 bludgeoning damage from the hooves Oof. of this flailing beast. Ow. My ribs. <laughs> Luth. Oh. The horse has stood itself up, but at least is, its attention is drawn to the paladin. <laughs> Oh, my turn. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. The sorcerer is just standing there, stunned for- that the paladin just freaking, like, football tackled the... I already forgot yep. my character's name. <laughs> so, is, so, is he... Have I mentioned he's forgetful? Have I mentioned every he's wearing an hear, apron? Every time oh, yeah. I hear uh, Luth, I think of... What's the, what's the um, name of the guy who does the narration for... Wheel of Time. Uh, Michael Kramer. Michael Kramer. All I can hear is him saying, Louis Theron. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's I not just, the same name, but it's close. I just think Lolf. Like, oh. <laughs> you know. Theron. Anyway, Luth. Carry on. <laughs> you are my Luth Theron. A- anyways. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, uh, so is the horse still prone? No, the not horse is not prone. It used its movement to get back okay. up. I think I still have advantage regardless. So, another shocking grasp. That is a a 17. That hits. With a full eight points of lightning. Mm-hmm. Eight points. As the hooves strike you... Uh, Sir Paladin, and the horse returns to its feet. There's a sudden burst of electricity, a flare of light uh, next to you, and the horse trembles for a second and then falls to pieces. Oh, good. I, and the trembling sorcerer stands over it. I, I, well, well done. I killed it. it I do believe it was already dead. dead. <laughs> well, I re-killed it. I t- Elf I, friend. I just, like, collapsed to my knees. Uh, oh. Uh, Ow. Let me, let, allow me, please. Um, I will cast Cure Wounds. Full my, HP, here I come. <laughs> put, are, put you, my, aren't you, are you saving your lay on hands for something else? I could do that. Um... 
Like the, the thing with lay on hands is so how much how much HP do you need back? Uh, full is eleven. So how yeah, much? Lay on do you hands need? would be ten. Yeah. So how much do you need? How much do I need? Yes. Eleven. Okay. Oh, so I thought that was your max HP. No, max HP okay. is fourteen. Uh, I can't give you eleven. So if I was gonna do lay on hands, it would be my entire pool, <laughs> which I guess is fine. It doesn't use a spell slot. Right. Um. Yeah, and it replenishes when I take a long rest, so never mind, actually. Uh, that's it's kind of the same either way. Oh, it's like an extra spell slot. Yeah. Sort of. Just healing. Specifically uh... for healing. I have Cure Wounds prepared, though, so it's kind of... I mean, so do I, but we <laughs> um, have probably the same amount of spell slots. Yeah, okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, then what I will do is, yes, I will actually use Lay on Hands instead. So regain 10. Okay. I get back up. Thank you. I'm feeling a lot better. Excellent. You all, you all did admirably. Really? <laughs> it wasn't anything, really. Oh. <laughs> I was speaking of myself. Oh. So oh. Oh. Master yes. Cook. Master not Chef. Sure, not sure how to address you. Um, just uh, Luth. <laughs> if you say so. And you, and I'll I'll help the elf back to his feet if he's not already standing. Yeah, uh, you did finally. The, I'm sure the empire is very proud. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> I I wish. <laughs> Touchy subject, eh? <laughs> I've um, not welcome with my kind anymore. Oh, I see. That would perhaps explain why you were here. My condolences. I hate to impose, but uh, I don't suppose there is any of that extra healing about. Oh, I. Perhaps. How 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 bad does the does the uh, he also took 11 he damage. also took eleven. I took oh, I, no, I took eight. Oh, oh no, yeah, right. he only took eight. But I'm halfway. <laughs> Whoa, he's halfway there. Halfway uh, dead. Landing on a predator. I mean, if I wanted to heal you, it would cost me one of my two spell slots. I could do likewise. Honestly, uh... We, we, I, I well, know. we can take a short rest, and you what? can use hit die. Well, uh... Well, you get can... the sense that short resting out here is not a good idea. Well, then maybe not. <laughs> well, maybe um, you can. I don't know how it works. If uh, if I get knocked out or something, maybe you could bring me back later <laughs> or something. Oh. No, funny you should mention that. <laughs> but yes, I, I would be able to do something like that. Oh, okay. I should have cast this. Uh, I should have put this on beforehand, and uh, um, he's gonna tap his chest twice, and uh, some mage armor, um, some luminous, some luminescent armor briefly flashes on him as he casts mage armor. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Promptly after the battle finished. Yes. yes. <laughs> How long does mage armor last? Eight, Eight hours. hours. Eight hours. And okay. it's not concentration. Nope. It's a good nope. spell. It is. 
This is probably a good idea to have that on. This yeah. is a first level spell. Yep. Do you want me yeah, to roll DM? Oh yeah, because he's casting a, a leveled spell and as a wild magic sorcerer. Yes. Yeah, so you roll it. The armor is on fire. <laughs> no, he turns into a potted plant. Wow. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I when you cast a normal the way I rule this, okay. because I think wild magic is incredibly underused. If you do you have tides of chaos? I do. Okay. So if you use tides of chaos, then any spell you use while tides of chaos is gone is automatically on the wild magic. Okay. If you cast a spell and still have your tides of chaos ready to go, you roll a d20 and then I will determine on that roll whether or not you have to roll on wild magic. Okay. I rolled a 12. Okay. You will not have to roll on the wild magic table. Okay. No more flaming or uh, no no chance for flaming armor. Bummer. <laughs> no, <laughs> but the armor magic. that does appear is not some like is not luminescent. It almost looks like it's made of shadow. Oh. Trailing a dark mist. That didn't happen before. <clears throat> Although my flame was green too. That was This place is weird, guys. I I figured with I kind of figured that out with the fog and then the weird fire thing and then the the skeleton horse rider, but yes, this is just further confirming that hypothesis. Some ill has befallen this land. And I do not like it. We must we must find uh, some civilization quickly and warn them. I agree. I'll take some more notes in my journal. <laughs> I wish I knew what road we were on. Is this a dirt road or like a like a like a cobblestone? It is hard packed. It is just hard packed earth. Okay, with no markers. I'm flipping through notebooks. Uh, this doesn't seem like any of the maps I had prepared oh. beforehand. I don't know where we are. You have maps. Well, y y yes, I was on a on a, on a journey, so I, I jotted down some rough sketches of the pathway I was going to take. But may I see? I I'm uh, proficient uh, when it comes to geography. I didn't. I didn't think I was that far off from the farm. But I the farm. You guys will probably continue to walk as you study these maps and whatnot. Sure. Because once again, the sense of unease compels you forward. Um, but even as you guys peruse and share your knowledge amongst each other, you cannot identify where in the world your paths would have converged. Yeah. Well, worse, than that, worse than that, these maps are of a land I do not recognize. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Where are you from? Well, I'm not really from anywhere anymore. But surely you came from somewhere to start with. What are the what what is the name of uh, the lands that these are maps of? <laughs> Sorry to push you. I'm pulling up the map. <laughs> yeah, hang on, pulling up the map. <laughs> Suffice to say, we are realizing that we are not from the same. Yes. The same mm -hmm. part of the world, at any rate. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just keep going. I'll get back to that names, question. <laughs> names aren't necessarily it's important. Not that important. We can That's share right. that information later, but you basically learn that you all are not from the same parts of the world. At the very least. I'm 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 from Green Hall. <laughs> Cut that in there somewhere, yeah. Josh. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Fix that uh, in post. <laughs> I will. Some strange magic is at work here. Hours pass traveling afoot until you come upon the first man-made edifice. The first man-made anything you've encountered in these last hours ahead of you. Jutting from the impenetrable woods on both sides of the road are high stone buttresses looming gray in the fog. Huge iron gates hang on the stonework, and dew clings with cold tenacity to the rusted bars, quickly frosting over, covered in fractals of ice. Two headless statues of armed guardians flank the gate, their heads now lying among the weeds at their feet. They greet you only with silence. What is this? I do well, not it, like this place. It's certainly not Tirost. I don't think this was by my farm. <laughs> we're not in Kansas anymore. I was going to say, that's the D&D <laughs> translation of we're not in Kansas anymore. As you all approach the iron gates set into the stone, they come open with a squeak of rust as if to welcome you. Well, that's convenient. Can we see anything beyond the gates? In the distance, uh, you can see the silhouettes of what look like buildings. Are there... Uh, obviously, we can't see anyone. Are, are there any, like, windows or doors anywhere in, on the, the wall through which there, like, might be guardsmen who are meeting us? No, no. These are simply stone gates. Uh, you see, on the other side of the gate, there are, uh, are ruins of a shack of some kind. Obviously, left unguarded for ages. Well, there's some shelter. Might be might be a little warmer in there than stand out here in the snow. Mm, that's right. It is still snowing. Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know if you were all clothed for the cold. Probably not. No, I definitely wasn't. Was... <laughs> like, cool. where I came from, it was just getting towards harvest time. Actually, well... <laughs> Mine okay. was the end of spring. Yeah, I, I probably I, have... I will say at this point, if you spend another hour out in this cold not dressed for the weather, you will take a level of exhaustion. Okay. Uh, seeing as... The where I'm from is from like farther north. I probably brought some manner of clothing that could surpass or not surpass the Samat that could suffice. That's the word I'm looking for. You were packed for a long journey too. Yeah. So you were had to know to expect any, any yeah. manner. So I probably have something, at least for myself. Mm. And you saw there that you said that there were silhouettes of buildings in the distance, or yes, okay. <clears throat> How far would we judge? Uh, probably about a mile. Oh. Fog is thinned. I think we can do better than the shack if there are 
lodgings up ahead. Oh. Indeed. The shack won't afford you much protection. It's a ruin. Oh, what? A- the roof is not standing. It's it's basically four walls. Mm. Yeah. Besides, we need to warn whoever lives in this land of the... Og? Encroaching, yes. I kind of look around at the, like, basically the, the decay and rust and... <laughs> I don't think our warning will make much of a difference. I think it's a little too late for this place. Well, it's at least worth a look around. I wish I I wish there were more birds. <laughs> yeah, Maria looks absolutely miserable at this point. Her feathers are crusted with frost. Is the sky cleared at all at this point? No. Mm. And right. the dark of night has set in, and the fog continues to press at your backs. I think with uh, one more gust of wind and chill, I start. Okay, we need we need to keep going. Let's press on. Yes. Then they're gonna start moving. Or yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The road leads to a village. Its tall houses dark as tombstones. Nestled among these solemn dwellings are a handful of closed-up shops. Even the tavern appears to be shut tight. A soft whimpering draws your eye towards a pair of children standing in the middle of an otherwise lifeless street. One is weeping openly, snot, snot-faced, and the other is staring at the house, which they're outside, almost expressionless just patting the younger one. Uh, human children? Yes, okay. human children. I'm not going to make the first move. <laughs> I'll be the guy that presses the button. is going to walk up to them and, and go, uh, Are you kids all right? The girl turns to you and in an even flat tone says, there's a monster in our house. Um, okay. She points to this tall brick row house that has seen better days. Its windows are dark. It has a gated portico on the ground floor, and the rusty gate is slightly ajar. The houses on either side are abandoned, their windows and doors boarded up. What kind of monster? Yeah. My parents didn't describe it for me, but we could hear its its noises, its wails in the basement. Of course, it's always the basement. Could you describe what noise it made? It's a wail. The sound of something in pain. Is anyone still inside? My parents are... And our baby brother, he's still upstairs. We didn't have time to fetch him. The guard must be notified at once. There are no guards. No guards. What place is this? This is the village of Barovia. That doesn't compute. (laughs) Barovia? Never heard of such a place. 
I have never heard of this Barovia. But that does not matter. There's a... Something. There's a ba there's a kid up in that room and up in the in that house with a monster. We better go after them. Yes, agreed. <clears throat> Something must be done. How long has it been since you left the house? We've only we have not been out here long. Hmm. Stay here. Can I try and identify what kind of monster it might be? <laughs> Uh, no, from from a from child's a description of the sound of a whale, no. <laughs> don't like it. I don't like anything of this. I'm, I'm almost tempted to say, the monster's a whale! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Well, there you are, at the entrance to this dark house. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dark. Uh, yes. But not But not deadly. No. Just kind of a house. Mm-hmm. At least not yet. So I'll just go ahead and assume you guys push open the doors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I going to let the paladin take the lead? Oh, yeah. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I'll uh, keep in the back. Or the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever I may not get hurt. <laughs> so did we ever do anything about the gnome being rather low? The gnome is untouched. The gnome did... Or really? The gnome didn't. Yeah, the gnome the, is the untouched. It's the sorcerer who's. Oh yeah, the problem. sorcerer. Sorry. No, but he still has mage armor on. Yeah. And okay, probably but will for the rest of the session. So when he he Basically. didn't get healed though. Is what no, I... no, he did okay. not. No, but you're. Uh... So both of us, both the sorcerer and I, are down eleven HP. No, how much do you have? Eight. The sorcerer is down eight. Oh, how much do you have left? Eight. Okay. So as we're entering in, um, uh, Andreas is going to say, "I I had hoped we'd be able to rest, and I wouldn't have to to uh, expend my uh, abilities." But and he'll kind of reach over, lay a hand on you. Oh. And cast cure wounds. <laughs> and you feel better. Yes. I feel better. I got better. Um, so you're gonna pick up um Oh, it's Max. Uh which means you're gonna take uh, or not take, but <laughs> you're gonna heal. Um take healing damage. Yeah, yeah you're gonna take some healing damage for me. Nine. So Max. Yeah, I'm back. Sorcerer's back at full. Very nice. Ding. So now I am the most beat up of any of us, which is the way it should be. Well, you found yourself in a rather elegant foyer, draped in red. Hanging on the wall is a shield emblazed with a stylized golden windmill, uh, flanked by uh, portraits of stony-faced aristocrats with a pair of dark mahogany doors ahead of you. Mahogany doors. Mahogany. Mahogany doors. Mahogany doors. <laughs> this this episode was sponsored by Mahogany Doors. Mahogany doors. <laughs> supposed to like it's supposed to be one of the most like enjoyable phrases in the English language to say. I don't know why, but <laughs> 
mahogany doors. Yeah. All right, Frank. It's time. Well, break the door down. <laughs> break it down. I mean, are you kidding me? This is old mahogany. Never mind that. I'll break it down myself. <laughs> uh, I should mention that they aren't entirely mahogany. They're actually stained glass doors. Mm, oh. Just mahogany framed. Mm-hmm. Can we see through them then? Break it down. Uh, no. No, the stained glass. No. This is mahogany and stained glass. <laughs> <laughs> mahogany stained glass doors. Mahogany stained glass. All right, guys. All right. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be anybody here. Well, uh, I don't see any problem. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try the door. It's unlocked. Okay. When you open it, you reveal the main hall, which seems to run the width of the house with a black marble fireplace at one end and a sweeping red marble staircase at the other. A marble Heaven staircase. Marble. Mm-hmm. That is wow. red marble. Very fancy. Mm-hmm. And this place is dark, I presume. Yes. The fireplace is empty. There are no torches or lights lit in the entire house. I have is there no issue with the this. Fireplace or is... I guess you said it was empty, didn't you? I will get out my tinderbox and start lighting wall sconces if there are any. I'll keep I'll take uh, out my uh, clockwork lighter and light any... Leftovers, yeah. I'll keep a okay. globule yeah, up. Yeah, there are a few. What's that? I'll keep a globule up. Like a okay. dancing light thing. Okay. Uh, with the tinderbox and the clockwork lighter, you light the glass sconces around the room and reveal what you saw before, as well as four doors. The stairs go upstairs, yes? The stairs go up, yes. Well, we were told there was an infant. Yeah, there was there's a child upstairs, so we might as well go up that way. Up we go. Wish to ascend the, ascend the staircase. We said the monster was in the basement. Yeah, but we don't securing the infant the is way more important than that. Oh, if you say so. Uh, you arrive at the top of the staircase to find an upper hall with all, more unlit loyal, uh, oil lamps. And hanging above the mantelpiece is a wood-framed portrait of what you can only assume is the inhabitants here. Uh, there is a mother, a father, the two children who you saw outside, and a baby cradled in the mother's arms. We light the torches and wall sconces or whatever they are. Yes. Oil lamps. Mm-hmm. What are the four statue-looking things. They are suits of armor. Oh, oh, oh. That flank the sets of double doors. I wish there's nothing... We've heard nothing since entering the house. No. But there is another staircase that continues upwards. up to the the third floor. Ah, Drat. Should have been... I should have asked for more more specifics with... uh, from the children... Are they, were they talking about this floor or further up the stairs? Let us try the doors before continuing on. Uh, that's all right. Which uh, set w- would you like to try first? I will try these southern doors. How many floors are uh, on, in this house? Can we tell from the outside? Or from, uh, the outside? from the outside, it appears that there are four. Okay. Four floors and a basement. Yeah. I, w- I would like it known at this point that I uh, will will have my shield ready and my flail. Mm-hmm. 
weapon drawn. Yeah, same, since we know there's a monster in this house okay. somewhere. So in this room, uh, this, this is a conservatory, a, a room for entertaining guests, perhaps for dances or whatnot, as you can tell by the dusty harp and harpsichord in the corner <laughs> uh, with dusty chairs lining both walls and a large fireplace at one end of the room. I'm going to cross the room just briefly and look out the window. Can I, like, is it possible to see the children waiting below? Uh, yes, it is. Okay, and they're still there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> open but it, it doesn't appear that there's anything floor. else in the house. Right, yeah. Does the win- Can I open the window? Uh, no, you cannot open the window. Oh. Why not? <laughs> the latch seems to be stuck. Hmm, okay. <laughs> Break <And> the window. <laughs> I'll try, I'll just go to the window next to it. Same deal. Mm-hmm. Same deal. Hmm. Okay, I'll go back to the doors. Mm-hmm. Nothing to see. Hmm. Certainly no infant. <sighs> Has anybody been trying the northern door in the meantime? I think I'm going to ritual cast detect magic while you're in that room. On? It's just, it's, I it's can just, sense magic yeah. within 30 feet of me. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay. I, yep, okay. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Take 10 minutes to cast that or something? Yeah, because it's I'm a ritual. I don't want to spend the slots if I don't need we to. We don't have 10 minutes. I don't know how long you're in yeah. that room. Like 20 okay, seconds. Like a minute, okay, yeah. I don't. <laughs> Everybody seems to be in a rush. I don't think they got time for a 10-minute spell. Yeah. Well, then leave me behind. <laughs> if you wish. I mean, I can figure out where you guys go. If you're going okay. upstairs or downstairs or in a row. All right. All right. Sounds good. Great. We're splitting the party. Yep. All right. Northern door. Yeah. Here we go. All right. What you found is a library. Uh, red velvet drapes cover the windows of this room, an exquisite mahogany desk, and a matching high back chair face the entrance and the fireplace, above which hangs a framed picture of a windmill perched atop a rocky crag. Situated in corners of the room are two overstuffed chairs. Floor-to-ceiling bookshelves line the south wall. A rolling wooden ladder allows one to more easily reach the high shelves. Uh, I'm going to take a quick... So I'm going to follow in to the library as well and take a quick look at mm-hmm. the... Like, basically reading the, the spines of the books just to see if there's anything that catches my eye. Uh, There are hundreds of tomes covering a range of topics, including history, warfare, and alchemy. Uh, Several shelves contain first edition collected works of poetry and fiction. This this, this library is better than the one back home. Could you make a perception check for me? Yeah, sure. Perhaps after we have rescued the uh, residents. They will reward you by allowing you access. Proficient. What? What's all on the desk? Uh, that's a five. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're just fascinated with uh, the number of books available to you here. Well, well, I, I, there's plenty of things of interest, but nothing uh, pertinent to our current objective. Uh, Luth, on the desk, you find a jar of ink, a quill pen, tinderbox, and a letter kit containing a red wax candle, four four blank sheets of parchment, and a wooden seal bearing the windmill insignia. 
Whatever these people are, they're really into windmills. Is there anything... Uh, um, he's also going to look out the window. Uh, you see a fog-covered field. Hmm. Is there Stretching a back, you see the road, and in the distance, the silhouette of the gate that you came through. Um, Doesn't look like there's anything else in here. I am ready to try the next room, if everybody else is amiable. Yeah. Uh, the one. There was the... a door right at the top of the stairs. Okay. Yes, that's the one. Sure. So I'll I'll follow him out. Uh, it appears to be a servant's room. No. Yep. Undecorated. Pair of beds, straw stuffed mattresses. No no sign of an infant. No sign of an infant, no. Alright, well, I'm done with this room. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> he walks in, goes, There's nothing here, and I uh, okay. I think they what about that closet door? Well, I suppose there would be there could be an infant in the closet, but I mean maybe they hid it? I I mean they said well they said they didn't have time to get it and like escape with it so I doubt they would have hidden it in the closet and then ran out it seems more likely to be upstairs but we can open the closet door if it will satisfy you just go ahead and do it you open the closet door and there are a bunch of tidy servants uniforms hung from hooks no child Mm -hmm. he nods also, the there is a door to there is a door to a dumb waiter in the corner. Oh, it's not very nice. What did the waiter ever do to you? Cladic, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're still casting. You're still ritual casting. Detect magic, right? Uh, until ten minutes is up, and it's thirty okay. feet in every direction, including up and down, and it's only mm-hmm. stopped by uh, an inch of metal, thin sheet of lead, <laughs> or three feet of wood or dirt or a foot of stone. Mm-hmm. So I should be able to go through these walls. Assuming yep. they're is not lead-lined or made of metal. <laughs> a 30-foot radius, you say? Uh, with I sense the pre- presence of magic within 30 feet of me. Yep, 30-foot so, radius. So that'll mm-hmm. that'll cover a significant portion of the house. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we're on the second yep. floor now, so that was why I was going to cast it. Yep. On to mm-hmm. the third floor. Yeah. Onwards and upwards. Yes. Leaving Kladic behind. Yep, that's all right. You reach what is presumably the top of the red marble staircase. It does not continue any further. Uh, it's dark, so I'm going to go to light the wall sconces. Mm-hmm. As soon as you approach the first wall sconce, the suit of armor immediately ahead of you trembles to life and swings a mailed fist at you. Yep. Yes. As, as I knew it would. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But nonetheless, it had to be done. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness you had your shield out because the mailed fist clips it. Oh. And you manage to just deflect it past your face and take no damage. Sure, I stumble back a step or two. From surprise more than mm-hmm. anything. Everyone, roll initiative. Uh. Luth, we won't count you because you're going to be casting for this entire battle. I think you mean Cladic, but okay. Cladic, thank you. Cladic, 
you will be casting basically this entire battle, yeah. I'm sure. So. so he's just downstairs listening to clang, clang, <laughs> clang. <laughs> yes. Oh, that sounds like a bit of bother. Uh, 20. 9. 11. Silvis, seeing your friend reeling from the blow, you have the opportunity to strike first. Yeah, it, like, as soon as that thing comes to life, I kind of jump a little and um, mutter a few words, and uh, three bolts come out, like, appear around me, and then just slam into the suit of armor. I'm casting Magic Missile. Very good. Um, Which just hits. It just yep. hits. It just it works. just works. It just works. <laughs> Uh, so it's, the suit of armor is going to take 12 force damage. Okay. The elf, of course, is quickest to react, but Luth, uh, you also had the jitters and we're ready to go, so you're next. All right. Can I get, can I get in with a firebolt from there? Yes, you can. Okay, cool. Uh, that is a 17. That will not hit. Ooh. But you managed to light one of the sconces after shattering the glass. <laughs> <laughs> and But once again, it's the strange, streaky green flame. That's so weird. But as I should have mentioned also that your magic missiles, Jeremy. Yeah. Or sorry, Silvis. Your magic missiles um, took the form of little... Uh, little bats streaking towards him. Oh, fun. That's not good. <laughs> and as a bonus action, mm -hmm. um, since, since I think this is the only other thing he can do, do with his sorcery points, is uh, he's going to convert sorcery points to another spell slot. Okay. Okay. So, and then that'll be his turn. Good to know, channeling energy. Uh, the armor continues its pounding assault on the paladin. Male clanging against male. With a miss. And a true, as true a strike as ever was struck. Oh. That sounds like a crit. <laughs> you no. take... You take 10 bludgeoning damage. Oh, boy. That very nearly drops me. I'm at one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, boy. And then you have the opportunity to strike back. Okay. Um, yep. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> I mean. Shove it. <laughs> you spit blood and... Any way you could shove it off the balcony? Shove it off the balcony. Um, it seems. No, I don't think so. It would take two shoves. Or alternately, if I grappled it, I could drag it over there and then drop it. But that would actually maybe work. Which is pretty funny. Uh, I could try to grapple it. That does seem like a potential. Mm-hmm. Ever wrestled a suit of armor before? Um, no, <laughs> actually. All right, okay. so go ahead and make your athletics check if you're grappling. I guess I will do that. Yeah, uh, that's a natural one. Oh no! 
That's yeah, you leap for point. this thing, and it steps back outside of your grasp. Um, I remind me, does I think grappling is a special kind of attack, right? Yes. So I still do yeah, get to you do still my have your bonus action. Okay. Uh, well, I didn't roll very well on that either, but uh, he'll need to be a, beat a 13 in acrobatics or athletics to not get shoved to the ground. To get shoved prone? Uh, to avoid being shoved prone, yes. Okay, he is prone. Okay. You knock him on his metal hiney. So now... You could uh, try and walk I'm... away. He'll have a disadvantage on his opportunity attack. But yeah, I suppose... Well, if I don't, he's going to hit me before my next turn anyway, so... I don't know. I don't know what the right thing to do well, He has to spend is. half his movement to stand back up again. Um, I mean, you can attack from prone, I think. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're standing next to him. If you walk away right now, because you haven't used mm. your move action yet. Right, so, right. I was saying that, that that's in favor of moving away is the fact that he'll ha he will get hit me before my next turn. He has disadvantage, uh, if, though, if, if because I don't. he's right. prone. Yeah, whether... If he stands up, yeah, he doesn't have disadvantage anymore. Correct, I'm saying this is a point in the favor of walking away. Yeah. Oh, okay, well then, yeah, go ahead. Stop arguing with me. I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> it didn't sound like that. I was weighing. I was like about to go. I was about to say but and then go on to something else. But I can't remember what that even was now. So, <laughs> so sure. That one. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was hoping I'm kind of hoping that somebody present can help me out here. But I don't know if that's true. No, that wouldn't be true. Only the artificial. No, the only other healer is downstairs yeah. ritual casting. Sunday. You can come. You can. How far can you move? Uh, I could make it almost all the way down the stairs. No, you moving away. through your companions is difficult terrain. Oh, okay, halfway down the stairs. I think you would mm -hmm. be just past me. Yep, that's correct. I don't know that I'm willing to leave these people, though. If you want me to take a couple hits, I think I can. I'd... Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what I'll do, then, is maybe I will just shift into, this, into the diagonal, um... So that I'm still within melee range of this guy, uh, but less accessible than um, whoever wants to step up. Like mechanically, I'm still within range of him, but I'm gonna try to make myself like less <laughs> obvious as a target. Okay. Yeah. Just by stepping, just just stepping to the right. Um. So that, my companions will have to move through me to get yeah. up here, but mm -hmm. that's fine. The idea being that maybe they'll he'll be less interested in me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's all. I'm okay. Do. Uh, at the at the sounds of ringing mail and stuff, as it abates for just a moment, as you step away, you hear the cry of a small child coming from the door beyond the night. Oh. Well, I think we found the child. Uh, from the north or the south. From, uh, to the south. To the south, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I will move to the south door then. And all of that will be within range of him, so he will get no opportunity yep. attacks. So no opportunity attacks, you just circle around him and move to that door. Right, can I try the door? Uh, yeah. Well, that would uh, take an action, wouldn't it? No, you can for free interact with an object in your environment, so opening a oh, door okay. would actually... So you can open the door I'm gonna, and I'm reveal... going to do that like behind me while like with without looking. If that makes oh, okay. sense. So I'm keeping my eyes on the, the armor. 
Okay, so you're not even looking, but you're opening I can. the door. Yeah, I you can't can open possibly. the door. Yeah, okay. And then I think I still have one motion left, so I will. Yeah. I guess I will try to move away through the door. Okay. So I'll give him. I'll give him the chance. Uh, he lunge. He tries to kick you in the shin with one of his feet and misses. So you manage Good. to move through the door. Sweet. Okay. Da da. And you find and yourself in a master bedroom. Okay. The cries coming from a door along the wall. All right. One of the doors along the wall. Do I have time to swing the door shut behind me? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, no. Okay. That's it. Okay. Silvis? The paladin has just moved into a room beyond, and the armor is prone. Okay. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was prone. <clears throat> that's why he had disadvantage. Right. Yeah. Um... Meanwhile, Cladic, you're sitting in front of the fireplace down there on the second floor, and above you, you can just hear the clashing, clanging, <laughs> and slamming. Anyhow, Silvis, your action? Uh, I'm going to approach the suit of armor. Uh, once again, uh, er, I don't really want to use my blade song right now, actually. I, I'm still going to approach the suit of armor um, with my... Um, rapier drawn and i am going to use a booming blade on it so this is a melee attack this is a melee attack so you have mm -hmm. advantage yep. 15 for the first roll uh 23 for the second roll so i think uh <laughs> nice I, I hope it doesn't ruin the flavor of the combat that i'm just shoving people to the ground every <laughs> single round <laughs> no, that's, no that's what you were supposed I mean, to do that is what master. you're supposed yeah, to yeah. do, and if there is, if we're in one to one, yeah, it's annoying. But if we're in a group <laughs> combat, yeah, we already right, yeah. saw how limitedly, you know, how limited your effectiveness right. is. Sure. Um. So yes, twenty three. It most definitely hits. Okay. Um. So it's going to take uh one d eight piercing damage, which isn't great against the suit of armor, I would imagine, but whatever. Uh. Seven piercing, and the once again the sound of of the weapon clanging against the armor is going to reverberate and surround the suit of armor. Uh, that's my turn. Okay. So this moves into position next to the armor, strikes it with the rapier. It resonates. Uh creating that shimmering field around it. Luth, you are the only one remaining on the stairs. The paladin has disappeared into a door beyond. I did notice he was kind of limping, though. Yes, he is Not most definitely great. in bad shape. Then uh, Luth is going to help keep the guy distracted and run up to him, and he's like, Hey, you forgot about me! And he uh, touches him again with the shocking grasp. And he'll have advantage because he's made of metal. <laughs> double advantage. Ooh, he has because double he's advantage. <laughs> That's unfortunately, the laws of physics pro uh, prohibit this. That prohibit double advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Tell you what, I'll give you advantage on the damage as well. So you Whoa. can roll. Ooh. Oh, that, okay. Um, Dang, that's a decent house rule. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. 
Um, 23. 23 to hit most definitely hits. Yeah. Okay. And he is going to take... Roll your damage twice advantage. and take the better. So I got you some advantage to go with Two <laughs> points of lightning damage. You rolled that a... That was the better roll? Uh, yep, I rolled a one and a two. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Oof. Despite the intense amount of electricity running through this guy as he's prone, it doesn't seem to do much. <laughs> and so he's... Stands himself up and takes his booming blade damage. Yep, because that counts as movement. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's good. Uh, Man, have we got a Technically, he needs to move at least five feet, so I don't think oh, standing no. up actually no, triggers it. But oh. it counts as 15 feet of movement. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, I don't think that's how that works, though, unfortunately. Gosh dang it. So. Probably not. He spends that amount of movement. Probably not, because otherwise, yeah, this would truly be a broken combination. Knock him prone, so booming good. blade. Knock him prone, yeah. booming blade. <laughs> yeah. All right, so he stands. I might have to has, tweet at Jeremy Crawford. <laughs> and has two, friend, uh, two friends to punch. Uh, let's see here. Jeremy, uh, sorry. Uh... Silvis. Silvis, odds or evens? Ooh. I don't like this. Uh, evens. Turns to Luth. <laughs> <laughs> this was a bad idea. The guy idea. who just zapped him. Actually, I probably wanted it to hit me so I could yeah. cast shield as a reaction, but oh well. <laughs> uh, does a 15 hit you? Well, you have mage armor. Yes, just barely. Okay. Oh. Uh, the second one is going to be a miss, but the first slam does five bludgeoning damage. Okay. Still up. Yeah, yeah, that's not that bad. Still up. As you take a gut punch from this suit of armor. Andreas, we okay. return to you. Your two friends uh, seem to have the suit of armor well handled. Uh, yeah, what, what shape does it look like the armor is in at this point? About half as good it was as it was when it started. Okay. Um. Andreas Express. <laughs> <laughs> you can still hear the wailing of the child from the door almost immediately to your right. I will. I will say. Um, uh, do you feel you have this situation under control? Clang, I, clang, you might want to say that with more enthusiasm, Andreas. There's clanging going on. Will you two be all right? I think we're fine. All right, I will Has get the, the, the child. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think we're good. And then it just clocks. I'm good. <laughs> Luf. Luf uh, I think we can handle this. Okay. Yeah, I will, as Luth um, is coughing up blood like you were. <laughs> I will. Sh if he's coughing up blood, how am I doing? Right. I will uh, shoulder through whichever door I think the crying uh, is coming from. Okay. Bust into a room uh, which holds only a cradle swathed in black with a tightly filled bundle at it. 
inside the bundle is a tape recorder with a, a baby crying on repeat. Clatterick! <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the sound of crying as I entered the room? It's still wailing. It seems to be coming from the bundle. Okay, I um will lift the bundle. As soon as you lift the bundle, it makes like Obi-Wan Kenobi in episode four and deflates. And the you wailing slowly turns into a coup and then becomes silent. I like this place even more. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, broke the baby. <laughs> uh, what's, what's in this adjoining room here? Uh, the adjoining room appears to be uh, the room of a nursemaid or other servant. Okay. Uh... As soon as you turn around and, like, return to this room, you see that a spirit has manifested outside the door. Oh, okay. Uh, Do I recognize her from the painting? No. Okay. No, she appears to be dressed in tattered nursemaid's clothing. Mm. And she screams and throws herself at you. I swing my mace futilely. (laughs) Or not my mace, my flail. (laughs) Uh, you do have the opportunity to attack first, yeah, because you haven't used your attack action, so. Oh, okay. Are you uh, saying you flail your flail around? That's what I'm saying, yes. <laughs> uh, that's a 22 to hit. Uh, that does hit her. Oh, wow. I don't know how, but that's good. <laughs> Whoosh. Yeah, and then I'll uh, try to shove her to the ground with my <laughs> <laughs> Shove the spirit. (laughs) Shove the ghost. So if it's levitating, that means it's prone, right? (laughs) Um, It's going to have to beat a uh, 21 (laughs) if it's even susceptible to being prone. Oh, that's true. It it probably. Oh, wait, I didn't even roll damage. It is immune to being prone. For my mace, did I? Or my flail? Yeah, please give me the damage for the mace. Uh, that is, for the, the, the flail will deal nine bludgeoning. I don't expect all of that to go through. Oh, no, but, wait. Uh, oh, no, it goes entirely through. Wait, what? Because it goes entirely through. It just doesn't do much. It's, oh. She's incorporeal, so it just, it goes through. So. Oh, ha. <laughs> but yes, uh, you turn. This woman has manifested. You swing your flail and strike, though it doesn't do much, and you attempt to but her with her shield, and it passes through and does nothing. Okay, and I have already opened a door this turn, so I don't think there's any any more I can do on that front. So no. this this opening in the wall just below me, what what the heck's up with that? That's, That's a, a window, window. Yeah, oh. and if you look out, you can see that there is a balcony yep. to which the double doors in the room presumably um, lead. Can I just try to, like, throw my weight against the window and, like, fall through it? That, would prob- uh, that probably constitutes an attack, so never mind. Like, or at least an action. Yeah, yeah, not really. So no, unfortunately not. I just don't really want to be here. <laughs> yeah, because she's going to attack now. Yeah, okay. She's going to attempt to grab you by the throat. Mm, okay. Um, fortunately for you, uh, she doesn't. I'm not quite sure how how you dodge this thing's attacks, but um, it's holy as its hand as its hand oh, becomes yeah. kind of corporeal and it goes to grab you, your holy symbol flashes and it recoils. 
the, the uh, white lily on your chest. Fellows, we, uh, it is, it is past time for us to leave, I think. Oh, uh, what, what's going, did you find the child? No. Well, yes, but actually no. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, but actually no, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, it's not here. Uh, uh, oh, uh, okay. Uh, a little help. Silvis, it is your turn. Andreas seems to be calling for aid. Gondor calls for aid. And oh. Silvis may or may not answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh... I'm just sitting here at 1 HP uh... with an angry ghost clutching at my neck. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, this is intense. Yeah. Was this what it was like, Jeremy? Yes. <laughs> Except it was just one broom. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you should be glad I haven't sicked the broom on you yet. Yeah, I'm sure we'll find them eventually. I don't have any good, like, protection or other... That's okay, don't worry yeah. about it. Do what you gotta do. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, like, out of character, I'm not worried about it. Uh, engage with being active that kind of sucks uh, if the ghost missed once it may very well miss again so you guys could maybe finish off the armor before coming to help me oh maybe. right the armor's still prone right y yes um, no. no it did not no. it got, no, it up, got and up and all oh, right it got up and punched loose. yeah yeah uh, promptly spat up a little bit of blood <laughs> all right it's time to start singing. Ooh. Um, what song I, are you singing? And I do. I start singing. And... Sing us a song of your people. Exactly. Come, Silvis. Your allies are both in dire need. Yes, I know. Well, yeah. Um, I don't think Luth could stomach a couple more blows yes. from this guy. Yeah. Is that, like, three... <laughs> Just go ahead and finish the armor. I know. Uh, I, I have an idea. You could shove him. You could get over by me, and then you could shove him towards the door, and I could try a f uh, something. <laughs> try something. Uh, something. I'm not really good at shoving. That's the thing. Um, Neither am I, but I still seem to be very successful at it. I'm going to cast Toll the Dead on the suit of armor. Okay. It needs to make a wisdom saving throw of 14. Wisdom of 14, you said? Yes. It fails miserably. Awesome. Uh, It is going to take five points of necrotic damage because it's probably better than piercing at this point. The sounding of the bell is closer now, uh, and it seems to come almost from above you. Oh, that's creepy. It rings, it rings throughout the staircase, and the armor seems to shudder in fear. Oh. Something. That's my turn. 
Okay. Oh, right, because and uh, starting the blade song is a bonus action, so yeah. Luth, you've just taken a terrible punch to the gut from this armor. Um, I guess we should be glad it didn't have like a pole arm or a broadsword. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's gonna throw another uh, thing of the shocking grasp at him. Okay. So nine. Same deal as before. Nineteen to hit. That will hit. Okay, cool. Three points of lightning damage. Okay. It missed its previous strike, so it struck you once and then was going for another, and you almost kind of, like, catch its fist in midair and send a bolt of electricity arcing through its arm. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, it then resu- it frees its hand and resumes its assault on you with two more blows. Uh-huh. Uh... Both of which hit. Oh. Well, he's dropped. <laughs> Likely. Yeah. Yeah. You take eight bludgeoning damage. Hmm. Total? Total. Total. Huh. Total. Okay. Well, he's not, like, outright killed. He's three HP? Three now HP. He's, now he's at zero. You guys are metagaming. <laughs> what? No, he's still he alive. To- that's that's the, no, what yes. we're getting at. We're not we're not meta gaming. He's just still alive. <laughs> Did he get healed? I healed him before we entered the oh, house. I yeah, like as we were entering the I house. I forgot. Yes. Yep. Good thing too. You were this close to losing your job. <laughs> how how are we meta gaming when he could just tell us what HP he's at? <laughs> well, you leave it to him to do it. Whatever. He's, I thought he was he's, still he's at definitely three from not four. looking well. And uh, yeah, yeah. As a as a free action, he's he's gonna uh, uh, call down. Shout out his uh, HP. Cladic, uh, need your help up here. There's definitely magical things here. <laughs> I'm a mite Cladic, busy. You... Perhaps you could come to me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cladic. You know you are probably just about a minute away from finishing your spell. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, okay. So ten more rounds. <laughs> Good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andreas, you're still facing off against this woman who blocks mm. your exit from the from the nursery. Heal yeah. yourself. <laughs> I could, yeah. Or jump through the window. Physician, heal thyself. Um, the thing is, she dealt me 10, which is about as much as I can oh. even re- realistically do with a cure wounds, yeah. so it's only delaying the inevitable. Gotcha. Uh, she didn't do any damage to you. Oh, right. You make a good point. Yeah, she missed. Right, that was the, uh, that was the armor. The armor did 10 armor. with an incredibly strong with a crit, blow. Probably. Right. Okay. Maybe curing my, cure woundsing myself is not a bad idea then. Um. Oh, okay. So yeah, thing one, I'm going to Wait shut the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as good as that's much good as that'll do you. And I'm going to try to cower behind the. Uh, Wait, did I hear the word cr- the "cower"? Crib. Escape your lips. 
Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so you're just basically moving. Yeah, I'm going to move the crib kind of as a barricade, and then I'm going to um, kind of cross my arms and um, you cast your wounds on myself. Okay. And I will I will doubtless roll not as well as I did for um, Cladic, but... You mean Not Cladic. Uh, Luth. Yeah, I'm never going to get you guys straight. I'm telling <laughs> you right now. It's going to be bad. <laughs> I heal for six. Mm-hmm. Something I forgot with the shocking grasp is that on top of the lightning damage, it can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. Oh, oh so it good. can't do opportunity so attacks. Interesting. Can't do opportunity attacks, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that concludes my turn. I believe that makes it the Phantom's turn. It does. And guess what? <laughs> she phases through. It goes straight through the door. It goes straight through the door. <laughs> yes. And attacks you. You have no mm. manners. Who would have thought? Uh, once again, your holy symbol protects you with a flare oh, of light. Glad to hear it. Yes. Silvis. Um, the armor still remains operational. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's just hmm. second verse, same as the first. We're going to cast Toll the Dead again. Okay. So, wisdom saving throw. Uh, fails. Awesome. D12. 11 necrotic damage. Mm, very nice. Once again, the bell rings out from somewhere far above you, and this time the armor trembles to pieces. <gasps> yeah! That's one thing down. Uh, I will go in basically use my movement to go into uh the room where i heard uh andreas calling so basically into the the nursemaid's room but i'm okay. like you throw open the door and see the specter before you what that door is closed the and barricaded <laughs> barricaded yeah it's not barricaded oh. i was i've just i'm hiding behind the oh crib. okay so the, mm -hmm. the door is Within closed the room. all right so yeah. he's basically doing that thing where he's standing on the other side of something and like no nope, i'm going this way oh no nope, i'm going this way yeah that's that's kind of the idea gotcha. it's just to keep something between me and the ghost yeah, yeah, okay clearly that that doesn't doesn't work. Work. Um, so the ghost can just move through with everything mm -hmm. uh yeah he bursts into the room doesn't see any doesn't see andreas and goes um andreas where are you help uh, <laughs> uh, no, you most definitely see a specter of a woman hovering before you, swatting at him with. Uh, he's I, saying he hasn't opened yeah. the door yet. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. He had to yeah. open the door. So I, 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 I called out to him. He called back, and now I'm gonna fly, oh, like yeah. fling open the door. Okay, I see. So yeah, when you open the door, that is the sight you are greeted with: is a yes. ghastly-looking woman swatting at the paladin who's okay. hiding behind a crib. I can't do anything about it this turn, but yeah. Yeah. Yes, you have his <laughs> emotional, emotional support. support. Yes. That's right. Maybe she Someone will be here to watch me yeah. die. Maybe <laughs> she gets distracted and goes for me instead or something. I you don't have know. a you Maybe. have a witness for when you get murdered. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Luth you can take him to court. Luth, the armor is crumbled to pieces after the ringing of the bell, and Silvis has dashed into the other room. Ahead of you, you see him throw open some sort of door. And... Well, she's and then, old. And then you have a... <laughs> um, 
he he wants to come in to help, but he's also not looking well. He's mm-hmm. torn between getting healed or helping. If you stand behind me, you'll be fine. Okay, sure. That sounds good. <laughs> and can he fire firebolts? At no, that's probably not a bad idea. <laughs> through the space lined up with lined up with two of your allies <laughs> oh no wait I, I i know i know i know if you if you uh have magic missile i do not. that would be darn i do not <laughs> okay if you have target saves against whatever that would also be good yeah uh a range ranged um like save based attack I do, I do, but I don't think that would be best applied here. <laughs> okay. It's probably an okay. area, not a yeah. single target. Darn. Yeah. I have to remark on one phenomenon, Luth. You walk into the room and move behind Silvis in front of a mirror decorated with a frame carved to look like ivy and berries and you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and it's not you it's not the you you remember waking up to every morning um what you see before you is a decrepit man gotta be in his 90s wizened leaning upon a cheap wizard's staff covered in bruises and wounds if he could he would back up (laughs) (laughs) You still have an opportunity to attack or do something if you want to. Otherwise, um, I guess he's just gonna prepare a a fire. A, I guess he's gonna prepare a firebolt and see if any of them get out of the way. Okay, so if Silvis moves out of the way, you fire a firebolt. If Sil, yeah, if Silvis and okay. probably the other and probably uh, Andreas. Do you want to make the trigger that both of them are out of the way, or just one? That that both of them, just because he's not sure if it would hit her or go through her. Okay. Andreas, you're still squaring uh, off. Yep, sure am. Lail. That is a 13. That still hits. Wow. Okay. I'm going to need it to take nine bludgeoning damage. I don't even know how this is working, but I'm glad that it is. (laughs) It's working! It's working! (laughs) There's the prequel reference we were waiting on. (laughs) Yeah. And then I will, uh, if, if, if Luth wants to actually communicate that he wants us to get out of the way, I would be happy to oblige. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is going to hit you or not, so, uh, mind moving out of the way? And, yeah, I will, I will, uh, move rather quickly. Vault over the um, crib. Yeah. <laughs> to the other side of the crib, yeah. Okay. Um, there's not much point in making a shove, so I will not. In fact, you wouldn't want to, because it'll be disadvantaged on ranged attacks. Well, I, I can't. I, it's impossible for oh, me to make right, it wrong. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, it's her turn now. Yep. 
She's just going to continue to attack you. Great. Uh, once again, reaching out with these strange incorporeal claws and once again failing to touch you <laughs> thanks, thanks to the courtesy this of this holy symbol. Yeah. <laughs> oh, who are you going to call? Silvis. Olenween. Um, Olen Vine. Olenween. So. No! <laughs> okay, so like, Luth prepared the action to cast Firebolt once we are out of the way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's just a reaction. Uh, so attack and then move to one side or the other would be the thing to do, right? I mean, well, he's pretty beat up, so I still want to be in. Oh. So what I'm asking is, can I oh. attack, move out and of the duck. way, have him attack, and then move back in? <laughs> Yes. So? Interrupting. I don't. There's like no reason in like in terms of actual logic why that couldn't happen. Yeah. In terms of in-game mechanics, I don't yeah. know. I will rule that it is fine. Okay. Um. So, I'm going to use. I'm going to move uh south to get out of the way first. Okay. So you're gonna let him attack before you yes. attack. Okay. Okay. Luth. Fire off that fireball. All right, go. I'll protect you. Um, 19 to hit. That hits. Nice. All right, and he is going to, she, manners, is going to take nine, po nine points of fire damage. Maybe. Okay. Um, so Firebolt once again green flame streaks out strikes the specter um, does not go through her it seems to connect um, but it dissipates rather quickly so this I jump back in the way <laughs> uh, yep. I am Question is, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Told the Dead again. Okay. So will save or not will save? Wisdom save a fourteen. Okay. Uh, she makes it. Okay. Uh, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. There's no sound of a bell to be heard. All right. Uh, that's my turn. Okay, Luth, we're back to you. Yeah, he's just gonna prep another fire. I'll duck. <laughs> no, just, just cast it. I'll duck. Okay. Uh, fire bolts then. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty. Eight? That hits. With six points of fire damage. Yay. Once again, the green flame hits and dissipates quickly. You said six? Mm-hmm. Okay. Andreas, the specter has seemed single-mindedly intent on you despite being pounded in the back with two firebolts. 
Well, there's only one thing for it. More flail. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Magikarp? Yes. Uh, that's a 22 to hit. That definitely and hits. And it will take 7 bludgeoning damage. I'd say that's okay. a bit better than a Magikarp. Yep. <laughs> it, re- it remains floating. How much of the how much of this crib is left intact at this point? Uh, not much. Okay. Uh, once again, the ghost comes clutching for you, howling bloody murder. I didn't do anything. And this time, this time, she grabs something. All right. Well, and you feel life ebbing out from you. You take nine necrotic damage. That is sufficient to draw. Uh, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, okay. no. Uh, that is a 15. All right. You succeed, and your hit point maximum is not reduced. Oof. Okay, good. That would be bad. <laughs> but, Silvis and Luth, you watch as this thing finally gets a grip on Andreas. And his form crumples to the floor. Thanks. Maria. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's exactly what a falcon sounds like. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Silvis. Your friend is unconscious on the ground. And the specter's attention seems to turn to you. All right, that then the the toll of the dead doesn't seem to be working, so we're gonna we're gonna missile it up. Magic missile. Magic missile. Do it. Uh, five, seven, nine, nine force damage. Okay. With a semantic gesture, three magical orbs appear in the form of tiny luminescent bats that streak toward her. And as each strikes, more of her essence fades until with the last the last puff of ecto-goo or whatever dissipates and the specter is no more. Uh, He's been slimed. I'm... wait. I'm gonna rush in and attempt to stabilize the paladin. <laughs> Do you have a uh, do you have a healer's kit? Uh, no. Then you can do nothing. I uh, I can once I'm I? done casting the spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you're done casting Luth the spell, Andre. Luth is gonna uh, quickly uh, run out uh, the door to the balcony area and uh, j- and just uh, shout, uh, "Mr. Sparks, uh, the night's down." Oh bother! Every every six seconds that pass, I have to make a yeah. um, death saving. Go ahead and make your first one, Andreas. Uh, that is a nineteen. Okay, he'll stabilize uh, himself at this rate. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Cladic, you are so close to finishing this spell. <laughs> How serious is it? <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> he's pretty down, like not moving type down. Can't tell if he's breathing. 
So I can I can stop ritual casting at any time. Yes, you can, but then you lose the progress yeah, on it yeah, and you I have know. to start over. <laughs> <laughs> Give him one more round. <laughs> uh wait. Uh I don't need a healer's kit. I just need to uh I can attempt to stabilize him with a, a medicine med check. Actually, yeah. I don't know if it is a medicine. Check. Um, what is a medicine? Oh, uh, oh. A, a healer's kit just gives you like advantage or something. A healer's kit, I think, does it automatically. It, re it, oh, it, it gives them uh, one HP. I thought healer's kit was something that was would let you use your proficiency bonus while doing it. A medicine check lets you try to stabilize mm -hmm. the dying companion or diagnose an il an illness. I'm reading it from the book. It doesn't say any more than that. Um, yes, it does. For for a straight medicine check, yeah. No, no, not medicine. Healer's kit. I'll look it up. I got it. It's right here. I... The book on me. Oh, are you reading the wrong part? I can get to the other part. It's in my <laughs> hand. This kit is a leather pouch containing bandages, salves, and splints. The kit has ten uses. As an action, you can spend one of it, one use of the kit to stabilize a creature that has zero hit points, without needing to make a wisdom medicine check. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the medicine check is to stabilize. Yes. All right. Then you can attempt to do one, Sildis. Okay. What is the DC on a ten medicine check? Oh, it really? It's a DC ten. Okay. What? To stabilize really a that low? person. Yeah. No freaking way. No. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> That's just stupid. Yeah. Uh, you can use your action to administer first aid to an unconscious creature and attempt to stabilize it, which requires a successful DC ten wisdom medicine check. That is so dumb. Uh, well, I mean, this is the this is fifth edition, folks. Can't have anything be hard. All right, go ahead and make the medicine check. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything, so it's literally a. It's a coin yeah. Flip. Well, well, not, not quite. quite because ten. Yeah, yeah. Fifty-five percent chance of success. Yeah. Uh, fourteen. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. You stabilized at zero. At zero. Would a 14 be sufficient if uh, Nick was the one cho choosing the DC? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> also, if uh, nobody heals him, he'll regain one hit point after 1d4 hours. Automatically. Yes. So, like, he's still down. He's just not dead. <laughs> it, will take, it will take two hours for you to regain one hit point at this rate. Very good. I, I think I... Well, he's not dead. <laughs> Does this mean I'm at one HP? No, no you're at zero. zero. You're, you're on zero. Zero. Still, still at zero. You're just not going. dying. You're you're not making death saving throws yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. Hey, well, that's always good. Mm -hmm. Ruth is gonna go back, back into the bedroom and look out the window and see if the kids are still there. They are still there. Uh, this they are now huddled in the portico, um, both wrapped in a singular heavy fur cloak that you saw the girl was wearing earlier. Just after all this, Cladic just comes up. Guys, there's magic here. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, Cladic, as an artificer, you have those special glasses, right? The magnifying lenses and stuff? Yeah. So as soon as you complete casting, how do you... Give, give me some flavor here. How are you... Do you use a device or a potion? Uh, no, this would be more of a, a clockwork instrument, sort of. 
Because um, okay. it, it, it would be hard to have a potion detect magic. So right. It, it, would, the... it would be some sort of device that goes ding when there's magic. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> That's a Doctor uh... Who reference. Sort of. Paraphrase. So when you complete the device... How does it device, tell you where it is and what it is? Mm-hmm. The device a bunch of finally them. whirs to life after the 30 seconds or whatever you required to finish the ritual. Um, and immediately you begin to see things highlighted for you. This entire house is saturated with transmutation and necromancy magic. Um, oh, there are specific highlights on the further up levels um, and down below in what uh, levels that appear to be below you. But the whole house is absolutely saturated with these. You you look in any direction and something has a magical effect on it. Fellows? What? What? This house is made of magic. You don't say. I can confirm. You're a little late on that. I walk up the stairs and I see the broken pieces of a suit of armor. Ah, yes, I... I, I, I do see that uh, may have figured that part out already. We also kind of need some healing. I managed oh, yes, to stabilize right. him, but or, uh, that's about we, I all mean, I can uh, do. Uh, Cladic. Or not Cladic. So Andreas. Or the yes, I'm Cladic. Shiny. The, the knight. <laughs> shiny. <laughs> shiny. Shiny. <sighs> shiny. All right. So I'll, uh, I'll walk into that... Um, Nurse, nursery room, I suppose, is what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Despite the icon, I'm not actually wearing plate mail. No. He's wearing chain mail, I think. Yeah. Can't afford plate mail at level one or two. No. Uh, yeah, I will uh, pull a red potion uh, from my bandolier, pop off the cork, and uh, say, I'm glad I'm not him, and dump it down his throat. You will note it is very bitter. And it will be casting... I'm sure that's exactly what I'll be thinking. <laughs> You'll be... I'm casting Cure Wounds. Okay. Which is... Okay. And you will regain 7 HP. I appreciate that greatly. I'm certain you do. You wake surrounded by your companions with a obliterated crib nearby. Mm. What happened? Well, and um, a bitter taste in your mouth. <laughs> we, uh... Oh, yes. We managed to take care of the specter or ghost or whatever it was. Yeah. It was a ghost? Yes. Yeah. And, in addition uh, to the suit of armor that tried to kill us. Also, also um... Um, there is no, there is no child. Yeah. There's, there's no child? This, um, this was a crib of some kind. Oh. Uh, there was what appeared to be an infant, and there was the sound of wailing, but when I went to pick up the child and take it with me, it vanished. This is weird, man. How peculiar. I suggest we leave at once. Yes, I I don't think there's any point in staying around if the child is not 
real. On the other hand, we are somewhere warm. Those children may not be as they first appeared. I'm... Or else are rather confused. I turn to Wolf. I mean, yes, we're somewhere warm, but it's... I'd rather take my chances with the cold than an entire house that's trying to kill us. Well, I know at least, um... I'm sorry, I never got your name. And he, like, uh, looks to Andreas. Uh, I am Andreas Ullenbein. Um... Of the Order of the White Lily. Hmm. I, um... I know him and I aren't doing so well. Um... And I'm not sure if those those uh, kids would be taking so kind to us leaving so quickly, assuming if that's what they are. This house is trying to kill us. Well, this part of the house isn't trying to kill us. Yes, it is. We just... It literally tried to kill us. It's not trying to kill us anymore. The knights told tell me that the better part of valor is discretion. It may be time for us to remove ourselves for, well, for a time. Okay. I was going to make I'm not saying some... we need to leave permanently if the children are, well, not also trying to kill us. But we need to, uh, I mean, we need to recuperate. So further questions. Further questions of them are in order, at least. Well, I figured maybe if we had an hour, I could make some stew and might perk some of us up. I am in, unfortunately, no fit state to carry on. I'm not doing so. <coughs> Rape myself. You like, wipe right. some blood off his face. Right, so staying here is just not a good idea. No, it would be better than being out in the cold. Andreas will pick himself up and start brushing, like, bits of broken wood off of himself. (laughs) There's plenty of other houses around here. Okay. Um, I'm I'm going to go out the door of this room and out to the balcony and see, like, the balcony that oversees the street. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, are the kids still on the street below? As soon as you've opened the doors and step out, fog almost seems to intrude upon the house itself. You step outside and are immediately, immediately begin gagging as the fog almost inserts itself down your throat. Hmm. Back through the door. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well... That's not good. <laughs> Why, what happened out there? The, um, this mist seems to be moving closer to the house. I say, did someone mention a library earlier? Uh, yes, one of the rooms, uh, in, in, in the floor you were just on has, has a library. I should be very intrigued to inspect the volumes. If we must recuperate, we need to keep it short. And I suggest we go down to the first floor. There didn't seem to be any magic dealings going on there when we last looked. 
Very well. Very well. All right. Everyone wants to return to the first floor. I'm going to go to the library, though. The library was on the second, second, second floor. floor. I mean, I don't really need to short rest if that's what you are suggesting. So if you guys are short resting, I can peruse the library. Okay. I would like to return to the front door and try that just to see if the same thing as happens on the balcony. Oh, it most definitely does. It seems we are trapped. Well, in that case, um, he's going to get a fire. Is the fire still going in the fireplace? There is no fire in the fireplace. Did we start a fire in the fireplace? We didn't. Mm. No, there are just, you know, the sconces around you are lit. Is there wood for a fire? No. Unless we start pulling apart furniture. We could. There's plenty of books. <laughs> no! No, 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 no. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather burn the the instruments upstairs than start burning books. It was just a joke. Oh. I didn't even see it in character. <laughs> Side note, DM, uh, Detect Magic mm-hmm. lasts for ten minutes. So, okay. as I'm walking around, I can see things that are outlined that have magic. Mm-hmm. It's literally everything. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> yep. Cre- well, creatures uh, or it objects that are magical or bare beyond magic. one of the bookshelves. Like it seems like it's coming from behind one of the bookshelves, is a aura of magic. Looks like abjuration. Abjuration, you say? Mm-hmm. Out of character, I forget what what all the schools of magic are. Abjuration is protection. Is the defensive one. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. It's anti magic magic. And well, anti attack magic. Hmm, interesting. Well, I would like to Could you make a perception check for me? Perception? Mhm. Actually, that's not bad. An 18? Mhm. Uh because of your familiarity with clockwork and such, uh you recognize a trapdoor when you see one and there is a book with no title, a blank spine, just nestled among the rest. Yes, I was just about to start saying, I'm going to look at all of these books (laughs) very carefully. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you uh, found the one. I found the one, it would seem. Before I I pull it, are there any other books? I I know you told the the group that there were alchemy books, but I wasn't in the library at the time. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) do I also find those... You also find, yes, tomes on all sorts of subjects, including alchemy. I think I will take these for later reading. Okay. I'll put them in my bag. Luth is going to go into the instrument room and at least grab some of the chairs to use for firewood. Okay. And then, yes, I will pull the uh, trigger book. Ta-da. And the room so, reveals beyond the bookshelf. Um, there are well, there are more bookshelves packed with tomes, uh, and a heavy wooden chest with clawed iron feet against one wall. Its lid half closed, and sticking out of it is a skeleton in leather armor. 
Hmm. And then you said there was abjuration magic coming from this room? Yes, it seems to be coming from within the chest. From within the chest? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the books that are in these bookcases, what are the uh, topics, titles, sort of thing? Uh, they all describe fiend summoning rituals and the necromantic rituals of a cult called the Priests of Ossibus. How does one spell Ossibus? Ossibus. O-S-Y-B-U-S. Ossibus? That would be my best guess, but I don't know. Octopus. It's pronounced however the DM (laughs) wants it to be pronounced. Ossibus. There we go. Ossibus. Fiendish summonings? Yes. Oh, good. Because I can speak infernal. What we need, what we need right now is demons. (laughs) Well, no, I'm just saying if there is, I I should be able to read any of the titles if they're written in infernal. If you want to, if you want to collect some of those books for reading, no, I just um, (laughs) no, I don't. (laughs) Okay, because you can you can read that there are rituals within them. That's all right. Summoning fiends. I don't need to summon any demons right now. Nothing bad has ever happened Mm -hmm. from reading infernal. From reading it? Nope. No. From speaking it? Sometimes. From reading it aloud. That is that would be considered speaking it. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. Ninety percent <laughs> of the time, at least in RPGs. <laughs> True. But yes. Alright. Um are so is the rest of the party short resting or are you just yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna collapse against the wall, kind of just north of the fireplace. Well I'm not gonna interrupt your short out. rest. Yeah, get out some jerky to feed to. He, uh, he lit the fi- he lit the Maria. fire with prestidigitation, and yeah, you see him cooking something, and uh, gets out some little uh, bowls to, at least the bowl to hand out to. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name, <laughs> Andreas, <laughs> and and also Silvis. Uh, I wear an apron. <laughs> um so the special perk for this um is uh you get you guys gain an extra d8 of hit points per your short rest oh okay if if you spend a hit die wait really yeah yeah if if we spend a hit die or um as part of a short rest, you cook a special food provided you have ingredients and cook utensils on hand. Uh, you prepare enough for this food for a number of creatures equal to four plus your proficiency bonus at the end of the short rest. Any creature who eats the food and spends one or more hit dice regains hit oh, points. Okay. Uh, regains an extra 1d8 so hit yeah. points. So you have to spend oh, an extra 1d8. Yes. Okay. It's, it's basically the song of rest. So do you, are you going to roll the d8 for us? Um, I was, I was thinking about it, but uh, you guys could also roll the D eight if you want. So the question is, do you roll it or do we? Because those are different things. Yeah. Because it, we, we might roll different numbers, right? Like, right. I think it should be uh, who the uh, it should be Jake. It does kind of make sense that Jake would just roll one because he's yeah. preparing the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we'll it. say Jake roll it. Okay. It's a six. I I don't need to spend a hit point 
or hit die. So. I definitely do very much. Uh, but I will be using my arcane recovery uh, feature to regain a spell slot. Okay, cool. I'm back to full. Nice. Yay. With expending one hit die, not not even don't even need the second one. So, um, I almost called you Gaffer. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, Cladic, what are you doing for your hour? So, I'm not gonna interrupt them. Can I like? Is this skeleton? Does it look like it just died while it was in half in and half out of the chest, or how did how did it die in this position? Um, upon looking closer, you can see several darts sticking out of this guy's armor and ribcage. Ah, a trap of some so of some sort. You, uh, I, I suspect. Yep. <laughs> you suspect. Very good. May I uh, search for a possible trap? Uh, you'll see that it's already triggered. There's there's nothing else to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks to this guy's sacrifice, you don't have to worry. Wonderful. I will uh, deftly open the lid of this chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, exactly. Did anything else happen? <laughs> you triggered the first the one, but what about the second one? <laughs> right. Uh, so the chest contains three books with black leather, leather covers, um, a couple scrolls, uh, three spell, uh, three scrolls, um, many other various parchments. Uh, the skeleton appears to be clutching a parchment in its hand. Can um, is that that was everything that was in the chest, including the thing that yeah. had the abjuration magic on it? Those scrolls are clearly what have the abjuration oh, okay. magic. They are spell scrolls. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to leave this room before I start looking at these parchments. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just go back out to the library, sit, sit in the, the reading chair. <laughs> okay, so while you guys are resting and partaking of a small meal of rations cooked up by Luth, Kladek is reading up on all these documents and whatnot. The books appear to be blank. Um, they don't have any writing in them at all. I shouldn't say they appear to be blank. The books are blank. They are. Okay. And there doesn't seem to be any magic about them, so nothing is being concealed from you. Among the parchments are three spell scrolls. Hmm. Uh, I do not have the means to cast Identify, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, you might be able to identify one of these by, I don't know. I, well, I don't know how, I, I thought usually it was you have to cast the identify spell to realize what Yeah, spell I think it is. it is. And I do uh, not it's, have... It's, if you can, if you can cast the spell, you can read the scroll. And if I read it that way, it doesn't force me to cast it right then? No. Okay. Uh, then um, but sure. I don't think I don't think that you can two of these you definitely can't read. I mean, I can sort my possible spells by uh, abjuration and see which ones I know. Um, among the other parchments are also the uh, deed to this house, the deed to a windmill, 
further in the valley. Uh, and a signed will. Uh, what's the name on it? Gustav and Elizabeth Durst. Reading through it, it bequeaths everything, the house, the windmill, all of their family property to Rosavalda and Thornbolt Durst in the event of their deaths. Hmm. Interesting. Then the note that was clutched in the hand of the skeleton reads thus. My most pathetic servant, I am not a messiah sent to you by the dark powers of this land. I have not come to lead you on a path to immortality. However many souls you have bled on your hidden altar, however many visitors you have tortured in your dungeon, know that you are not the ones who brought me to this beautiful land. You are but worms, writhing in my earth. You say that you are cursed, your fortune spent. You abandoned love for madness, took solace in the bosom of another woman, and sired a stillborn son. Cursed by darkness? Of that I have no doubt. Save you from your wretchedness? I think not. I much prefer you as you are. Your dread lord and master, Strad von Zarovich. Interesting. When you return to your companions downstairs, everybody seems well-rested and well-fed. Uh, Andreas is going on about the various kinds of shrikes. Mm-hmm. And what was, what was that last one called again? Oh, the, the woodchat shrike. It is uh, also known as Linnaeus Senator. In in my native tongue, we call it Rotkopfberger. What? <laughs> rock, uh, rot, rock, hot, <laughs> burger. He could try to pronounce that for the rest of the session. <laughs> and he'd yeah. still get it wrong. <laughs> I'm just going to be looking into like a notebook and scribbling down a couple notes, looking around the house, and then continuing to do so. That's how I spend the hour, you, basically. They are carnivorous. Did you guys think to look in any of the other rooms on this level? <laughs> I think no. they want to heal before they yeah, open the doors. Yeah, we want to rest before yeah. end. Uh, if you tell me what level that uh, abjuration spell is, I can tell you the spells that I would know of that level. Second. Second level, I would know Aid, Arcane Lock, Lesser Restoration, Protect from Poison. You would be able to read one of the scrolls as Protect from Poison. Huh. Okay. They have oranges caps, and their beaks are hooked. <laughs> you, uh... It has a... Cladic already come down? Yeah, I'll join you. Find anything up there? Just some light reading. Apparently this used to belong to the Durst family. Dursts? At least that's what their will stipulates. Their will? Does the... Did, perchance, the portrait upstairs have a... Family name? Right. Yes, the plaque says Durst. Ah. 
It says it sh we should leave, if in the event of their demise, everything should be bequeathed to another member of their family. I wonder which member. I forgot the name out of character, so. The, it was two names. Yeah. The will specifies their children, Rosavalda and Thornbolt. So, the kid's outside then. Well, what, not anymore, because fog and we didn't see them. Well, you didn't see them because of the fog. No reason right. to suspect that they're not still out there. A wink, wink. The fog <laughs> is quite toxic. And I suppose we're definitely stuck in here. Toxic, you say? Yes. You may uh, step out to the front door and give it a try for yourself, but I don't advise it. I happen to know a thing or two of toxins. So, yeah. He'd, and he'll just gesture towards <laughs> yeah, the front like, door. Be my guest. <laughs> be my guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I will. I'll open the front door. Don't let it in. Well, it's fog. It's a gas. Mm -hmm. Don't let it in. <laughs> so as soon as you open it, you once you also feel the same choking effect. I will close the door. Mm -hmm. uh, would this be reminiscent of some sort of toxin or poison? No, none that you're familiar with. Okay. If it is a toxin, it's not one I've come across before. So what next? Which room? Oh, must we be getting on? I was just about to start speaking about their diet. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, a little bit of ordinary doesn't help. I mean, certainly helps in whatever this place is, but... I suppose we must clear the, the house if we are to be stuck here for a prolonged period of time. You could walk while you talk, though. Oh. Well, don't well. mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> what an excellent idea. <laughs> they are known to eat am small amphibians, insects, and, and sometimes... So where are you guys going? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. Um, we want to check out this... I guess we can just try this, this big mm -hmm. room at the bottom. Yeah. Here. Uh, this appears to be a game room of some kind with three stuffed wolves taxidermied in grotesque howling positions dotted around the room. Uh, one of these cabinets is obviously full of drinking vessels and Spirits, what would be alcohol stores, but... Well, while we're killing time with the fog, I've got a, I've got an interesting game we can play. Gather round, gather round. Yeah. All right, so all of you three will play adventurers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! And so begins the game within a game portion of our. Jeremy, stop yes. trying to DM. <laughs> it's my job. It's my turn. I'm gonna take my books and go home. <laughs> what do you call this game? <laughs> Uh, Houses and humans. <laughs> Onions and flagons. Oh, no, no. Nothing quite as silly. It's, it's, it's cauldrons and caves. 
Anyway, what you found is a game room. There's a stag mounted over the fireplace, three grotesquely stuffed wolves in the corners, a liquor cabinet, table with four chairs, a couple overstuffed chairs in front of the fireplace, and a locked cabinet on the, the topmost wall. What is so grotesque about the wolves? Uh, they're just scary. At first glance, it may seem that they are just howling or snarling, but as you get closer, it looks like their faces are twisted in uh, depictions of agony. Like they're in pain. Hmm. And you said the liquor cabinet's empty, right? Yes. Okay. Well, did they not mention a basement of some sort? You would think the entrance would be on this floor. There is still a substantial portion of the back of the house we've yet to investigate. We haven't even Precisely. looked at the kitchen. That is an excellent point. Well, um, lead the way. Yeah, I think we're going to go up to the uh, the top of the uh, the other side of the house, then. Mm-hmm. Which door are we trying first? There are four doors. The one farthest What's away. What's behind... Oh, door number three? Uh, if we're reading them from left to right, yes. Yeah. Okay, so you'd want to try the one at the end of the short hallway? Yes. Yes. Okay. So... Voila, you're going to learn. It didn't matter because it was... It didn't matter. (laughs) Uh, What you found is the dining room. Oh my gosh. Carved mahogany table, eight high-backed chairs with sculpted armrests, a crystal chandelier hanging above the table. A chandelier, you say? Mm Mm-hmm. A chandelier. Quite extravagant. paneled walls. I know, if it weren't for all the weird, this wouldn't be a bad home. Need some work. I don't know, this place still gives me the creeps. See, that's the thing that needs to... much for me, either. See, that's the thing that just needs to be worked on. (laughs) It's... I'm not going to argue with me. It's too much house for me. I mean, I'm only one person. But, But besides... We open up the the kitchen, which is presumably this door right here. As you said, this room here is the kitchen. Uh, The door here, of course, is the dumbwaiter that you saw upstairs, and the door beyond is just a pantry. Now, hear me out. Is there stuff in If we cram the gnome in the dumbwaiter... (laughs) What a preposterous idea. (laughs) Hmm. Sensing a reversal of (laughs) the here. But are your characters the type of character to shove an unarmed, defenseless gnome into a dumbwaiter? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Anyhow, the first floor has been cleared. The pantry, the pantry does contain food of many don't, types and varieties. Just don't open the closet. Just just don't. Just don't do it. He's, uh, he is going to take some of the, some of the rice. Uh, Luthis. Some of the whatever looks <laughs> Maybe you should edible. inspect it to see if it's still good. Whatever, whatever looks edible, and doesn't okay. look too Let us continue spoiled. our. Let us continue our sweep. Mm-hmm. Back to the third. Floor. Uh, yes, there doesn't seem to be much here. So you return to the third floor. Yes. So we've got one half is the master bedroom the... and the nursery. So the other half is unexplored. This isn't. This so is not a master at bedroom. The top of the stairs and the room to the right of the top of the stairs. Yes. Um. And let's just get the 
room ahead of us that behind where the suit of armor is now sprawled. What you've opened is a broom closet. Oh my gosh, tell me <laughs> Uh, gladly, because one of the brooms is going to animate. I forgot which ones. Oh. I forgot which room was which. I thought it was the one on the first floor. <laughs> this, is, this is perfect. You open the door and are promptly swatted on the head with a broomstick, and that's where we'll end the session. <laughs> okay. Hey there, um, uh, want some stew? Um, thank you for so much for listening for this, uh, special Curse of Strata one-shot. Uh, yeah, that piece of armor was, uh, a piece of something, all right. Uh, if you wish to interact with any of the cast members, uh, be sure to check out any of their, uh, uh social media platforms, uh, such as our Facebook page, Table Quests, their... The Twitter at at TableQuests, as well as our uh, subreddit r slash TableQuests. Be sure to join us next week as we continue on exploring this uh, death house and hopefully uh, not die. Uh, if this adventure's been something to behold, be sure to uh, share it with uh, your friends, uh, your family, your dog, uh, your cooking buddies. Uh, you know, just just anyone. Um, again, thank you, for, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yeah, we better get going. I don't know what else is down here. We better deal with it. Uh, did I mention that I'm uh, wearing an apron? Bye. <laughs> Yeah, the only things that you can find are the rusted lantern, scraps of armor and barding, and the rusty greatsword. And for some weird reason, five gold pieces. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no cash. No this other isn't belongings. like Baldur's Gate at all. <laughs> I'm going to turn off my video, just because. What? Oh. So the stream uh, has ended. Ah, uh, he, uh, he made the classic blunder. <laughs> well, the first is not to get into a land war in Asia. Yes. The second is only only slightly only less slightly well, known, less well known. Accidentally hanging up your Discord call when you mean to end your video. Yes. There you go. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> ah! It's not that big. <laughs> That's a thirty-foot Goliath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, there we go. A, 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 a giant like suit just smashes through the house and peels away the wall. Strahd has uh, done some done a little tinkering. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a Gundam. Yeah. <laughs> Friggin this is not how I remember Curse of Strahd. Copyright infringement. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. It's gonna take me actually kind of a long time to get it into my head that the gnome is not the artificer the gnome is Wait. the artificer the gnome, the gnome is, is the artificer the art that jake isn't that <laughs> that's what's get that's what's that's the hang up i keep confusing the sorcerer and the artificer oh.
So, oh, okay. So, like, th- this just uh, the 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 shield push thing is uh just reminded me. So, technically, you can't do anything if we knock it prone. But if I booming blade it and then you shove it five feet, it moves five feet and triggers the booming yes. blade. That is true. <laughs> so, no, so no, yeah, no, I don't no. have to shove to people prone. For booming blade. Oh, really? Booming, booming blade says That's... willingly. I don't like it. <laughs> no. Um, among the other parchments are also the. Uh... What was How that? Professional. That's my fault. Continue. <laughs> Carry on. Nick, I assume you're planning on having this one shot be two episodes, right? Or six. (laughs) (laughs) This will truly be a one recording session.